This is Jennifer Polymus from Shalote, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how's it going? You have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate two feet before we nerd. But listen, Libertius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Hey, just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. If you've missed the first hour, what have you done? Don't worry, I'm recording the show. You'll get it tomorrow in the first hour. Lucky you. This second hour won't show up until Thursday, but if you missed the first hour, you're fine. You'll get it tomorrow. My gift to you for those tuning in late, podcasting. It's a whole thing. It's going to be big. Trust me. Looking back into the instant chat on my question about are you worried about the impending meat shortage that could be showing up as early as the end of the week? Barbecue, the Backyard Barbecue Show. Jason King is in the house. YouTube sensation. Canada exports lots of meat, driving up our prices. But you know what you do take? You take the horse meat. Taking away our option. Uh, We get boatloads from California. Well, without boats. Dead broke barbecue. I'm buying every single new mini Kit Kat I can find soon. Guy the Cooking Sam, support your local meat processor. We have them all around. Good time to get to know them. I agree with that. Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue, who is also now in deep fascination with my first first hour guest. Nope, Deep Freezer fully stocked up, so he's not worried about it. 1984 Barbecue, media-driven hype again. They're running out of stuff to scare people with. Tucker Cousins. Or Cozens, who will be a embedded correspondent in the month of May. I just looked at Costco, and they were saying $0.19 cents a pound for prime brisket. Is that right? Tucker, $0.19 cents a pound? Everybody should go to Costco immediately. Wow. Sylvie Curry with no competitions. It's not an immediate impact to me. So there you go. Cooking with CJ's tried to buy a deep freezer Nowhere to be found. Sold out everywhere. Uh Wow. Tucker says $4.19 a pound. All right. Is that good for Prime? That seems like it's probably still a pretty good price, right? All right. I'm not worried about it. I have like eight to nine Chilean sea bass fillets in the deep freeze. I also have a huge pack from Gordon Food Services of chicken patties. Really big cans of tomato sauce. So I can go chicken parmigiana. I can go Chilean sea bass parmigiana. How long can it last? I mean, we're on the other side of this coronavirus. I'm going out tomorrow, resuming full work. Come on, bring it on. This meat crisis will be gone like in 48 hours. It'll be like a miracle. It'll be gone immediately. Don't even worry. Just don't worry about it. 
Don't even think twice about it. You're fine. Make some grilled cheese to tide you over. Maybe some mac and cheese. I'm sure bologna isn't going anywhere. Grab bologna. Bologna cheese and mustard sandwiches, cold or delicious. Toasted, even better. Make a bologna cheese and mustard sandwich. Cut it in half. Take one half. Make it a fried bologna cheese and mustard sandwich. And then eat the other one cold. It's a brilliant clash of texture, flavor, and heat. Sam, the cooking guy, would be very happy. Backyard Barbecue Show is absolutely right. I can go right to Lake Erie and catch as much fish as I want. Uh, For instance, that stuff that everybody seems to like that comes out of Lake Erie. Walleye. I think perch are there and perhaps even some bass. Rockfish. Is that a thing? I don't fish. Fishing is a complete waste of time. I'd rather play soccer. And you will never hear me say that. But I'm pretty sure I would rather watch soccer than fish. Fish? Come on. Don't forget, on this show yet to come is the embedded correspondence segment. And then in the second part of the EC segment, we have the American Idol embedded correspondence version. And me, the host. I'm here too. That's right. Your pals Doug and Ricer and me will be singing for fame and adulation. And we'll also be trying to move to the final round, which will be taking place in May, where, of course, we will have a pre-recorded duet. And then the two finalists will be singing live right here on the show. It will not be pre-recorded. Tonight's will be pre-recorded. I'll get into the rules here around 10.35 or so. Don't forget, you can still follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, Snappy Snap, and TikTok slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook. It's very fun, very exciting. Coming up this Friday on the best moments of the BBQ Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm taking you all the way back to January 25th 2011. Can you believe it? That was nine plus years ago. Uh, Look, let me be honest. I'm not even sure how to set this one up. I mean, every week I'm able to give you a very succinct heads up on what the high level is going to be this coming Friday. I don't even know how to set this one up. It's not a look back at an interview or a guest or something that you've been accustomed to here on this show. It's just me running my fat yapper for about eight and a half to nine minutes. And I do want to say this. While I find some of the stuff from 2011 that I will be saying in this best of cringeworthy, cringeworthy I think is about right. I'm also happy to report that over time I have evolved, evolved, evolved as a human So if you like hearing about the show and little people and Betty White, Uh who doesn't love hearing Betty White, you might be interested in this coming Friday's best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. Put put expertly together by Michigan Embedded Correspondent John Solberg, who you'll be hearing from here in about eight minutes. But what can I tell you? It's uh, out of the ordinary and a quick peek into what things were racing through my head in a January of 2011. By the way, Cleveland Grilling, 
or uh, I'm sorry, Rick's Barbecue and Specialties, Betty White, One Sexy Grandma. Yes. Agreed and agreed. I think also one of the most underrated golden girls. Betty White is absolutely stellar, a comedic genius. I think my favorite golden girl, I still watch them to this day, one of those stupid high-end channels, runs golden girls all weekend, all day and all night, one right after the other. I love it. I tune right in on Saturdays, just leave it running in the background. My favorite golden girl, hands down, B. Arthur. She's the best. But second, or 1A, 1B, is Betty White. Uh, the old bag, uh, B. Arthur's mom. I'm not a fan of her. Uh, Stel Getty, I think is her name. And then uh, Blanche Devereaux. I hate her. B. Arthur is the best. Dorothy. And uh, Betty White is, uh, what's her name on the show? Rose Nyland, right? <laughs> She's my favorite. Okay, uh, programming notes for May as we have a couple minutes left here before we run into the Embedded Correspondence segment. I think I mentioned this last week, but I did want to mention this. May 6th. Now, both of these are extra shows. These are not happening on Tuesdays. These will be Wednesday shows coming at you at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, not 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Central, but 3 p.m. Eastern where I live. So make sure that you follow me on social media at BBQ Central Show, Facebook, blah, 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 slash BBQ Central Show uh, on Facebook for the fan page as I will be making reminder announcements. But follow me socially because I'm not going to assume that you're just going to remember what I'm talking to you about now. On May 6th, which is a Wednesday, At 3 p.m. Eastern, we will have an exclusive live show in conjunction with the American Royal Association, specifically Emily Park, where we will be announcing the nine semifinalists for this year's Hall of Fame. The nine semifinalists. Then, three weeks from that date, 527, or as we say in English, May 27th, again a Wednesday, Again, at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and again, an exclusive joint venture between the Barbecue Central Show and the American Royal Association, again, specifically with Emily Park, we will have the key announcement, the exclusive announcement of the 2020 Barbecue Hall of Fame class live on this show, just like we did last year, believe it or not. Very exciting. Happy to partner with the American Royal Association once again as we bring to you this year an added bonus show live on 5-6 where we will be giving you the nine semifinalists. Yes. And then, of course, on May 27th, the exclusive announcement of the three that will be making up the induction class of 2020. I got to tell you, as I'm looking in the green room right now, I'm very nervous. I see John. I see Christian coming in. No Ricer. Doug looks frozen, but maybe he's just shocked. Doug, raise your hand if you can hear me. He's not there. By the way, I've been meaning to get to a banana peel take that has eluded me for literally three months at this point. I just can't get to it. I want to get to it, but I can't get to it. 
And maybe you don't want me to get to it. Maybe subconsciously I don't want to get to it, but we'll see one of these weeks. I'll talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills before we get to the embedded correspondence. A couple different pellet cookers to choose from from a models and line-wise. You have a choice line, which is what they came out with originally. They offer that still today. doesn't have the tech. If you want to save a couple bucks, you don't need the internal meat probes. You don't need the Wi-Fi technology, but you still want a great pellet cooker. And the choice line is what you're going to want to take a look at. They have the Jim Bowie and the Daniel Boone. Now, if you want to kick up a couple bucks because you want the Wi-Fi technology, because you want the peek-in windows on the cooking chamber and the pellet hopper, and you want the internal need probes, all that good stuff, then the Prime Line is the one you're going to want to get. Hi, Doug. You will have the ability to choose between whichever one you want. Here's the good news. Jim Bowie, Daniel Boone, also for Prime Line, and both lines accommodate the pizza oven insert, which you're going to have to get. You got to get. If you're going to get a Green Mountain Grill, Jim Bowie, or Daniel Boone, you got to get the pizza oven insert. So good. Go to GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com to check out their whole line of products and accessories and check out where their dealers are as well. We'll be back with the Embedded Correspondence right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Visits from a killer hog, a cooking guy, a man named Meathead, the author of Barbecue Bible, a grill girl, a bristly barbecue journalist, and the male feasance of the barbecue world known as the Embedded Correspondence. Only found right here on the Barbecue Central Show. That's right. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you're a beginner or professional, it's definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. In fact, I believe next week we will have first look at the finally finished and potentially newly released Lifestyle Room at the Pit Barrel Cooker headquarters in Louisville, Kentucky. It is the fourth Tuesday of the month. You know what that means. We have to race to the proverbial hotline and welcome in the embedded correspondent so here we go we have doug in texas we have john in michigan we have ricer in wisconsin and we have a new guy right there his name is christian arfston and he's from houston texas as well so we have two texas embedded correspondents here which i certainly appreciate and adore uh so uh let's start with you christian since you are a first time embedded correspondent a little bit about you and what you might do for a living, and then we'll talk about your love of live fire. Sure. So, um, yeah, I've mean, been here in Houston, Texas for about 10 years. Uh, uh, I'm an actuary. Uh, if you don't know what an actuary is, I, don't. I deal with 
<laughs> yeah, not many people do. It's a pretty uncommon uh, career. So I deal with, right now I'm dealing with uh, fixed annuities. Uh, in general, an, an actuary does risk for an insurance company. And that's a very, very broad term for risk. Hmm. So like you're dictating if what my rate might be if I'm a, a smoker or not a smoker or you kind of decide how much my rate is going to be. <laughs> yeah. So, so any, any insurance product that you've bought has been priced by an actuary. And so, yes, your mortality, your sex, your age, um, there could be other factors that are, that are thought about when developing these products. And so the actuary will go through, calculate it out, project it forward, and then say, Hey, this is how much a person from this profile needs to pay for that product. Hmm. So, uh, were you like a math major or something in college, or, or like what's a, what's a back? Yes. Or can you major in actuarying in college? Yes, actuarial science is a oh. major, but I I was a, a pure mathematics major. Well, originally, I was a math teacher, and after two years, I said, "The hell with this job." And so I became an actuary. Because you didn't like dealing with kids or what? <laughs> uh, I like dealing with kids, but on a very much, on a much smaller scale. When you're dealing with like 35 10th graders trying to teach them geometry, I think I too would rather watch soccer and then do that. Oh, okay. Well, that, <laughs> that's saying a lot. So if you're a fan of soccer like I am, that's certainly saying a lot. Uh, all right. So uh, where does the love of live fire come in? Uh, so I wish I could say that, you know, I, I grew up in Texas and I've got post oak smoke running through my bloods, but that's not really the chase. I grew up in New York. Um, I moved down here about 10 years ago. I didn't really ever cook before that. And it's just something that I've kind of grown to love. Uh, I guess my, some of the people that I watched were like Alton Brown and Bobby Flay and this other barbecue hall of famer guy, guy Fieri. I don't know if you ever talked about him on the show or not. Never. Uh, I, Who's I he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to watch the diners, drive-ins and dives a lot. So, and that's just kind of what got me into it. And I've just, it's just been building ever since. All right. Well, that's some uh, pretty quick and good background on Christian. So we uh, welcome you here to the fold this month. Obviously, you're not going to be singing, but we're going to be going to you for some expert criticism and feedback as well. It looks like one of the in-studio judges has uh, graced us with her presence. Are you the only one coming tonight, Bobby, or the other ones coming as well? Or uh, what do we... Uh, oh, oh, okay. looks like the, the other people are, are folding. Um, you guys uh, are, are about 12 minutes early, just so you know. Uh, okay, there's nothing, but there must be nothing better going on in the in the world upstairs. So your mic's not on, by the way. So don't don't talk. It's all it's all muted. So all right, guys. Uh, so we have some things to get to before we get to the singing portion of the show, and uh, not the least of which is a hot topic that we've been talking about here over the last couple of weeks. It's not a new topic. It's one that we've talked with Meathead about here years ago, and it has resurfaced with Jess Pryle's recent video a couple of weeks ago about resting meat. She was just on in the first hour, and she made quite a pitch, although uh, no scientific proof, just opinion, as, he, as she said, that she likes to rest meat specifically, and it would appear that she would go for a longer rest, and especially if the meat is uh, bigger or thicker or depending on how long she cooked it, uh, could be uh, how she's gauging her rest. 
Let's start with the guy to my right, the Michigan and correspondent, Joel so- uh, John Solberg. Uh, John, what's your opinion on resting meat? Uh, do you do something specifically, or is it just time from grill to table, collection of stuff, and then whatever happens, happens? Grilling, time, collection of stuff from the grill to the table, I consider that a rest. I do support resting meat, but I don't time it out. I don't I don't start a clock, just what, I, what it takes for me to get they're off the grill low and slow of course we rest meat so you go like you got to be one way or the other what's the difference so but yes from the grill i'm gonna rest all right um is it different for the bigger stuff so when we talk about briskets for instance or pork butts uh, or, or do you, are you a, a meathead uh agreer in that a hold of brisket is different than a rest of steak I think that's semantics. I don't, a, a rest is a hold, no matter where it is, whether it's in a cooler. You've stopped the cooking process, you've vented it out. If you're holding it, you're holding it. That's resting. Doug, your thoughts on resting steak? And we're on mute, Doug. <laughs> you're not on mute? Are you sure? Uh, I mean, he sounds like he's on mute. John, do you think Doug's on mute? Uh, I heard him. I heard some noise when he clicked off his mute. So I believe he is off mute. Okay. Well, I can't hear you, Doug. Say something else. Dear. I see his lips moving, but I can't hear him at all. All right. uh, Figure your end out. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No. Okay. Uh, Figure your end out. We'll go to Ricer instead in... uh, Wisconsin, your thoughts on resting, Jeff? I do a little bit of resting, but it's kind of the same thing. Take it off the grill. By the time I get the numbskulls at the table, or my wife says, "Hey, we've got you know this side dish," you know. But yeah, I rested a little bit because right off the grill, I think there is a little bit of fiber relaxing when you bring it in and let it just sit a little bit. Do you I think, think you get a, a more tender product when you rest it? Yeah, I, yeah, for a little bit. I mean, but I don't set a timer, you know, in my videos, on my, I always say, we're going to let this rest for like two minutes or five minutes or something like that. But I don't do anything, you know, really on purpose that, oh, yep. it hasn't rested five minutes. Uh-huh. Don't eat the fat yet. Uh, you know, so. Jeff, do you, when you were coming up and you're watching some stuff on YouTube or perhaps the, the bigger offender is the Food Network where they seem to be really into telling you, hey, let something rest for at least 10 minutes or at least 15 minutes. Did you hear that coming up? Uh, well, I mean, I think everybody kind of hears that, don't they? They always say that you should rest a steak. I mean, they even I think they even practice that kind of sometimes at the restaurants, you know, if they're not crazy busy, you know, because sometimes it seems like it comes out and there's a ton of juice on the plate. Other times it seems like it's, you know, maybe not as juicy. So I think, you know, it depends on how long it's sitting there. Doug, you got your sound no, back I mean, up? I don't know. No, he doesn't. Oh, no. That's that's unfortunate. That's... Uh, Doug, punch out and come all the way back in. Uh, in the meantime, we'll go to Christian. Christian, your thoughts on uh, resting steak? Yeah, I wish I could be say that I'm like I'm different than everybody else, but it's pretty much the same process. Off, off the grill, about five minutes. Uh, the only thing that I'll add is that I do rest it on a, a cooling rack. I do. I did hear Meathead's um, his his arguments last week, and he says, you know, you put it on a plate, it's going to destroy that crust that you've you've made. 
And so to counter that, I do rest everything on a wire cooling wire rack. Look, here's what I've found, and uh, I'm probably the least experienced of all of us here. I can get a really good crust or browning or Maillard reaction, but as soon as that thing hits the, as soon as that thing's off the grill, even by the time it comes uh, where the top part, uh, what the hell am I even trying to say? It's on the the bottom part is still on the grill. The top part, it's not dry. It's never dry. So I don't understand about crust or anything like that. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. The browning is, I agree. I mean, that's where your flavor is. I've never been a fan of grill marks or anything like that. I want a complete browning or as much of a browning across the top of the steak as I can get. And then it goes on the plate and then right onto the table. There were a handful of times where I said, we're going to rest for 10 minutes. And there was maybe a negligible difference, but I don't even know if it was negligible in a good or a bad way. And I did notice that there was just an incredible amount of juice on my plate the longer that I let it rest there. So if it's all going to run out when I cut into it, two minutes outside of the grill, or it's all going to be there 10 minutes outside of the grill, I don't think there's a huge difference anyway, but that's my opinion. Doug, how? what do you think? Oh, shit. Oh, dear. You're going to have a hard time uh, 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 sticking up for yourself here when we bash you for your singing. I can tell you that. Uh, all right. Um, Christian, let me start with you here on this question, and then we'll be getting ready to head to the cooking segment. Don't knock the lights down here, ladies. Um, sh- 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 uh, are you worried about the impending meat shortage that is coming this weekend uh, or the end of the week as the news is telling us i hadn't heard it of it until you brought it up the past segment oh really it's something i'll look <laughs> into yes yeah, show exclusive news yeah. guess what going to the breaking news desk here in cleveland ohio that's not cleveland but we're running out of meat hurry oh god so you didn't you didn't hear anything about it, but uh, so are you going to race to the store tomorrow and try and gobble up what you can get? I'll look into it, but <laughs> I'm not going to hoard it. I've, I already have a freezer pretty much stocked, so I'm not I'm not worried about it. All right. Uh, what about you, uh, Jeff? You worried about the meat shortage coming this week? No, not really. Um, I mean, if we do, I'm just going to eat seafood, you know, whatever. We'll figure something out to eat, you know, Uh I mean, it's not going to last very long. There's there's a meat packing plant that's got a bunch of COVID in Green Bay that's close to me. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen to that deal. But, again, I'm not really that worried about the grocery stores that everybody and the butcher stores are all going to run out. All right. Uh, John, your thoughts on running out of meat by the end of the week? Uh, I think the panic buy will start. As everyone has said earlier in the show, it's going to be the next toilet paper. Um I do believe there'll be some glitches in the supply chain, but uh, I it's it's going to be short term and it's not going to affect me. All right, uh, Doug, you still have no audio. Yep, still no audio. So Doug is completely not worried about the meat <laughs> issue going on. It's great. All right, uh, and then uh, last question here, guys, before we jump to the singing portion of the show, and we'll start with Jeff. Over in Wisconsin, favorite Corona meal so far? 
my buddy brought over or actually we went and picked it up but he made homemade pizza mm. last saturday and it was just fun to have a homemade you know a couple of them homemade pizzas from a guy that's a friend and he threw them together and they're fantastic so yeah, you know that I, I ate enough during the corona thing of regular just barbecue so it was kind of fun to have a pizza was it on a pizza oven or did he bring some special gadget over yeah, or what? He, no i mean he just he just made his own crust made his own sauce he yeah. has a really awesome italian sausage and he, no he just took some good wisconsin cheese and put together a couple pizzas and went over and picked them up isn't it good homemade and fresh isn't cool. good wisconsin cheese redundant <laughs> right yeah. No doubt. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, John, your favorite uh, coronavirus meal today? Uh, you know, here by myself, and meals have not been stellar. The best thing I've done to myself, I picked up a frozen pizza. I put it on the egg. That's way out of my normal uh, dietary rate. <laughs> I made a frozen green egg. and I. Uh, were you doing uh, pork steaks, too? Uh, today I did some, you know, lately the pork is being chopped into weird cuts and they're mm. naming it different things. Yeah. Those were a, like a weird cut of pork chop. They called it center cut. They're they're doing a lot of different kind of things to fill the case. So they were actually, they looked like pork steaks, but they were pork chops. Oh, all right. Uh, Christian, favorite coronavirus meal so far? Last weekend I did tonkatsu, which is a fried pork chop. I did it with fried rice. So it was a Chinese meal. It was I came out I came out really good. I, I really enjoyed that. All right. Let me see if this possibly works. I'm gonna go to the judges and ask for them. Uh ladies, favorite corona meal to date so far. Bobby? Steak. Steak okay. I'll get reaching out of the depths there. Uh, Marley, favorite corona meal so far? Steak. There's a microphone right here. <laughs> this is a microphone. I didn't know how oh. to use it. Who's got the ear? Who's Cheeseburger the- casserole. Bobby, don't put the microphone <laughs> so close to your face. Why? You don't have to put your hands on it. Pretend I just got like so you're excited. I know, but don't be excited. Uh, Maddie, favorite coronavirus okay. meal? Um, honey nut Cheerio. Get off. Honey nut Cheerio. Avocado okay. toast. Oh my God. I eat a lot of honey nut Cheerios. Right. Uh, Michigan and Betty correspondent likes uh, the Dad, honey nut Cheerios. Yes, Bob. Mom said to check out the link she just sent you about trumpet. I think she meant Trump. Okay. And I'm going to mute you guys. Uh, we'll go back. All right. So we're going to head to the first break here, guys. Uh, Doug, uh, let's just check back with you real quick. Any sound from you yet or no? Doug's not even there anymore, I don't think. Oh, dear. God. He must be backing all the way out and coming all the way back in. That's fine. All right. uh, We are going to... Wait. Hold on. Let me ask you one more question, guys. What have you heard about a cooker called the Art Flame? Yay or nay? John? I've heard about it. I've seen it. It's intriguing. Looks kind of like a parlor trick thing. Uh, it's a big griddle. And you can't do much with it uh, unless you want to make a lot of bacon. Uh, that's my impression of it. I've never cooked on one, but looks like a big anchor for your patio. Uh, Ricer, your thoughts? I don't eat at Who Hut, so it really doesn't thrill me any. Um, I've seen it before. 
but yeah, I don't, I don't eat that type of food. So it doesn't, it's not nothing I'd want. All right. Uh, Christian, your thoughts on an R flight? I've only seen it. It looks like a giant pain in the butt. That's all I have to say about it. All right. Uh, I, I think it rhymes with boat anchor. Well, all right. He's back in Doug. What do you think about the art flame? No, yeah, I hope damn thing. All right, he's back. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. She, right, and at the best time possible. <laughs> I know I can always count on Doug to come through right when it counts the most. All right, Doug, let's quickly go through the, uh, the questions so we can get your uh, quick take here. Uh, best coronavirus meal to date so far? Bottle of wine on the back porch with my wife and something grilled. Oh, nice. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. All right. Uh, worried about the meat shortage coming up at the end of the week. No, it's overblown like the COVID. Oh, like the COVID. All right. And uh, what do we got? Uh, was that it? Resting meat. Oh, oh, right. Yes, resting I'm sorry. Meat. Uh, what, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about resting meat? Uh. I, this comes from a guy that rests my brisket six hours yep. at a contest. Yep. I am a meat rester, and you know, pulled pork at least a minimum of two hours brisket, pulled pork, etc. The idea that you rest a steak for five to ten minutes and the texture changes is preposterous. So I think that from the standpoint of if you cook a steak. You eat the damn thing. It'll rest between from when you get it off the grill to when you plate it and someone eats it. The juices flow out of the steak. It's right there. I'd rather cut a bite, rub it in the juices, and put it in my mouth. The video that Jess Priles did, the non-rested steak looked more juicy than the other one. All right. Doug is back with audio and back with vengeance as we get ready to... Uh, head to the embedded correspondence segment here uh, where we will be singing for your pleasure and I of course use that term loosely or you guys hang out just for a moment let me duck all your audio here and we'll be back here in just a moment before we get to the American Idol edition of the or the American Idol portion of the show I'll talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue when do you guys want to do the read no Matty, you want to do the read? No? You want to, you want to do the read? Right. You read the read there. Hey? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Let's hear it. Southside Market and Barbecue. Oh, wait. Attention, folks, in the business of BBQ. <laughs> Established in 1882, Southside Market and Barbecue is the oldest BBQ joint in Texas and has been owned and operated by the same family for three generations. Wow. We offer premium Central Texas barbecue products, slow smoked over real wood. Shipping, distributing, and manufacturing sausages for companies across the U.S., from food trucks to multi chain restaurants Southside sausage can be on your menu too all meats are processed in our in our on-site USDA inspected facility our trusted partner with a focus on quality and authenticity right <laughs> wholesale options available such as shipping nationwide via FedEx and 
food service distribution via Cisco, U.S. Foods, and Martin Foods. Co-packing capable. From R&D to package completion, we can follow your recipes or help you develop something new. Private label opportunities also available. Visit southsidemarket.com for more information. 10% off code for online orders. Code BBQ Central. That's right. If you want 10% off at Southside Market, Maddie nailing the read. Ooh, we call ooh. a read in the biz, ladies and gentlemen. Southsidemarket.com and 10% off your order when you use uh, when you use code BBQ Central. All one word, lowercase. That's BBQ Central for 10% off the entire order. Your first time and the next time and the 138th time. It works each and every time. All right. Barbecue Central Show's American Idol Edition coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. If you can find it. The choice of championship pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Childs Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield, quite simply, some of the best pork money can buy when you can find it. It is the trusted choice of world championship pitmasters for use at competitions and at home, like my home and their home and Chris Lilly's home and all that fun stuff. So go to smithfield.com and away you go. And as I've always wanted to say, this is American Idol. That's right. All right, big screen is up. We have three of the six boxes filled with expert critic, critic, expert criticizers. John Solberg there to my right. Contestant Doug Shiding there on the top right. Jeff Reiser, bottom left, he's a contestant as well. Christian from Houston is an expert criticizer. And then the three most feared criticizers of them all, in order from left to right, Maddie, Bobby, and Marley, the in-studio expert opinion makers. All right, so here we go. Let me give you an idea of how it's all going down. I'll unmute the... Oh, crap. I'll unmute the ladies here in just one second when the mixer reconnects back to the interface. Tonight, myself, Doug Scheiding, and Jeff Rice will be taking part in the sing-up. Unlike last month, where we all sang a verse, a chorus, a verse, and a chorus of the same exact song, we have ventured out with our own artistic endeavors. With help from zero music professionals, I might add. We had no mentors or anything like you see on these other crappy music shows. This is the gold standard of barbecue singing shows. No musical uh, uh, professionals or mentors here. We did it all on our own. Backing tracks, yes. We sang it. We mixed it for your listening pleasure. Kept it around two minutes. And the top two vote-getters will move to May 
where we will battle it out for ultimate title of American Idol's Barbecue Central Show edition winner. There are no uh, six-figure contracts, recording contracts coming. There will be no merchandise. There will be no tours. There will be none of this stuff. Uh, ladies, are you excited to get going? Oh, by the way, Marley, you got to make sure that you push the power button up there on the microphone and make sure that it is uh, open. Can you say something real quick? Hello. All right, there you go. So Hello. we're Great. all locked and loaded. Uh, ladies, ladies, are you excited and ready to go? Maddie, what's your, what are you most looking forward to tonight? Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing how much auto-tune you guys put on um, your singing. Well, as we know, auto-tune is not allowed, so I doubt so, that's going um, to happen. If that does happen, you are immediately Well, Or at least <laughs> verbally lambasted, no yes. doubt about it. Bobby, what are you looking forward to tonight? Hearing a different song. All right, hearing a different song. And Marley, what are you looking forward to tonight? I want to see put the microphone to your face. I want to see if anyone improved. That's what I'm saying. All right, I'll you want to see if anybody improved. Great. All right. So here we go. Ladies, it is up to you to pick the order as you did last month. Do you want Doug? Do you want Jeff? Or do you want me to go first? Yo. Oh, I guess Doug. 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 All right. We will go with Doug. Let me drop Doug in to the profile. I'm watching live. Here we go. (laughs) Great. It's probably a little bit behind. It is. It is. All right, uh, Doug has his rendition of 80s smash hit, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. Ladies, you're familiar with the song? Yes. yes. Christian, you're familiar with Jesse's Girl? Yes, all right. And uh, John, I would assume you are also familiar with Jesse's Girl? Yes, okay. Here we go. Uh, so, without any further ado, I give you Doug Shiding. Jesse is a friend Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine But lately something's changing, ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine She's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night You know I wish that I had Jesse's girl I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Why can't I find a woman like that? I play along with the charade. That doesn't seem to be a reason to change. You know, I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. Cause she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving him with that body, I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. You know, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Why can't I find a woman like that, like Jesse's girl? I wish that I had Jesse's girl. What can I find a woman? What can I find a woman like that? Barbecue Central Show Idol Round Two, and I'm looking in the mirror all the time. Wonder what she don't see in me I've been funny, I've been cool with lines Ain't that the way it's supposed to be? 
Oh yeah, Greg's having a lot of fun. He's set up to win it. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. It's my motto. Oh god. All right, there we go. Doug Shiding, bringing it strong with Jesse's girl right there. All right, we go to our expert panel of judges first. Uh, ladies, Maddie, your thoughts on Doug Shiding's Jesse's girl? Oh, well, I said that I didn't want auto tune, and all I got was auto tune. Uh oh. So I'm kind of upset. But um, Damn. also, all right. your timing—like you were you were rushing yourself, and you kind of like. You just weren't on beat. Not on beat. All right. Bobby, your thoughts on Doug Shiding's Jesse's Girl? I do think I heard auto-tune. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, and you were a little off, like, earlier than you should have been, which made it sound funny. But I do like the song choice. All right. Uh, Marley, your thoughts on Doug? I would have to agree with Bobby and Maddie. Uh, I did hear auto-tune, and he did seem a little behind on the song. All right, Christian from Houston, your thoughts on Doug's, uh, Jesse, we're, we're just weighing in with everybody tonight. Go ahead, Christian. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I got to find my cursor. I got to bring your guys' audio up here. Go ahead. Sorry. Effort. I have my friend, um, Kaiman Sowell on the, on the phone. Yes. And he does want to share some thoughts. All right. Judging criteria or the voting criteria here was to vote people through for managing to sing every note out of tune. You would win tonight. <laughs> wow! I love it. Yes. Unbelievable. Wow. Brutal. Simon Cowell, brutal. All right, John, your thoughts? Uh, in defense of Doug, I can assure you there was no auto tune or processing on his vocal track whatsoever. Are you sure um, about that? And the, it, <laughs> I know it was an auto-tune because yeah, not going to argue with the judges, but I'm out. I got nothing to lose. But uh, I think Doug has greatly improved over last year. All right. No doubt. Uh, all right. Uh, so that brings us. That's that. That's first round input for Doug. That leaves me or Jeff for next up. Ladies, what do you think? Jeff. Jeff. All right. We'll go Jeff. Yes, Jeff. Sorry. All right, give me time here to reset up. I hope it's a song that I like. This song, as I duck my judges here real quick, is a smash hit from Elvis Presley. Girls, do you know who Elvis Presley is? Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. I didn't know how we were going to fare with that. This song is called In the Ghetto. You familiar with that song? That's right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put you guys on mute, and we're going to bring up Jeff's In the Ghetto. Enjoy. As the snow flies On a cold and gray Chicago morn A poor little baby child is born in the ghetto And his mama cries Cause if there's one thing that she don't need Is another little hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto ghetto. People, don't you understand? A child needs a helping hand 
or he's gonna be an angry man day. I take a look at you and me. I wait too blind to see. Do we simply turn our heads and look the other way? As the world turns, not really the TV show, but as it turns. And a hungry little boy with a runny nose plays in the streets and the cold wind blows in the ghetto. And his hunger burns So he starts to roam the streets at night And he learns how to steal And he learns how to fight in the ghetto Then one night in desperation The young man breaks away He buys a gun, steals a car Tries to run, but he don't get far And his mama cries I should get Eric Cartman to come in. As the car runs around, an angry young man face down in the street with a gun in his hand in the ghetto. And his young man dies. Cold in gray Chicago morning and another little baby child is born in the ghetto. And his mama cries. Ah, it's back my story time, Elvis. I should have been singing it first. Alright, now listen here, you son of a bitch. Now this is Eric Cartman talking. Now listen here, Riser. Do you think that you were doing a justified impersonation of me? I don't think so. What do you have to say for yourself? It's okay. I can do it just as good as you can do me. Yeah, but let me tell you something, Riser. Why don't you go take your broke ass back to Wisconsin, and I'm going to take my ball and go home and eat my cheesy puffs and put on my calamine lotion. That's all I have to say about that, my friend. That's it. All right, there we go. Eric Cartman making a quick appearance, busting Jeff up for his impersonation. That's right. All right, let's go to the round of judges. Let me unmute the first round. All right, uh, Marley, we'll start with you. What did you think of Jeff's or of Jeff's performance? Um, I think it was a big improvement from last month. All right. And I have never actually heard the real song, but I think it was still a good song choice. <laughs> All right, Maddie, your thoughts? Um, definitely improved. Interesting song choice about um the ghetto. Um, <laughs> but I like the background vocals probably because it was um not you singing, but that's okay. It wow. was the effort. Brutal. All right, uh, Bobby, <laughs> your thoughts? I was pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed that, especially when Cartman came in. That was. I just thought it was really good. All right, <laughs> great. Uh, John Solberg, your thoughts? I, I'm really happy to hear that song. He was dressed. I was thinking we were going to get some kind of hip-hop thing. But not that that would have been bad. I think it's a great job, great choice, great strong finish. I thought it was a really crappy impersonation of me, but that's just me talking, okay? All right, uh, Christian, your thoughts? I'm not sure why no one has thought to put Eric Cartman and Elvis together before. I mean, it's... 
Uh, Simon, what do you think? All right, Simon Cowell. Win this competition if you were the only person in it. <laughs> Brutal. Wow. Brutal. Well, let me tell you something, Simon Cowell. At least uh, my friend Jeff Rasher doesn't go around trying to steal other people's wives and making them pregnant. Okay, that's what I gotta say about that. Eric Cartman is bringing the hammer tonight. Wow. All right, well, that's... There's only one guy left. That's me. Uh, ladies, are you ready to listen to me get loose? I yep. think, yeah. Right, let me go ahead and duck the judges here. Bye. Get ready. And... Quack. Uh, I'm doing smash what? hit from the... Eight, eight, oh, hold on. I'm doing 80s smash hit from Terrence Trent Darby. Wishing well. How about that? For your listening pleasure. Kissing like a bandit, stealing time underneath a sycamore tree. Cupid by the hour sends Valentine's to my sweet lover and me. Slowly but surely, your appetite is more than I knew. Sweetly. Me love a wishing well, a kiss and tell, a wishing well of butterfly tears, yeah. Wish me love a wishing well, a kiss and tell, a wishing well of crocodile tears, sang. One sec. Let me okay. uh, pop that bet off. And we go to our esteemed panel <laughs> of opinion makers. Let me unmute awesome. John. Let me unmute Christian and Simon. All right. Uh, well, actually, let's start with John. I Your thoughts, John? Like first. I, I, that was that was fantastic. I didn't. Doesn't even sound like you. It's like it, it was well done. I mean, singing. I'd like to hear more of the song. All right, I like John's. Uh, let's just uh, stop with John right there. Good. No, no, no. no. no? All right, no, no, no. all right. Let's go to Christian and Simon Cowell. Your thought? Uh, I thought it was great. I thought your voice was very dynamic. You hit that in a high note with ease. <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, I don't think Simon. <laughs> no, I don't think. Keep it on. Simon has something else to say. All right. Why you 
had any no. I've got absolutely no idea why you've had any encouragement whatsoever. It's about as bad as it can possibly get. Wow. <laughs> he hates everybody, I think. Unbelievable. He really, he really does. No doubt. All right, uh, let's go to Maddie first. <laughs> uh, Bobby's out here. All right, let's go to Bobby Skip first. Me. I'm the host, by the way, in case you forgot. Okay. But go ahead, Bobby. I'm the oldest. <laughs> go. Um, all right. I, th- I like the song. You were a little pitchy at times. <laughs> and you struggled with the high note. Maybe stay away from those next time. <laughs> if there is a next time. All right, who who's next? True. All right, Marley, go ahead. Um, I do like the song, and that high note, I know you could have hit because you have hit high notes before in the car. So, I don't think you tried your hardest, to be honest. Oh, okay. But you still did pretty good. Wow. <laughs> All right, Maddie. I absolutely hate, hate, hate your song choice. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, what? You hate that song? I hate it. Oh my god. Um, but like, like a it classic. wasn't. It wasn't bad, but the high note could have been better. Uh huh. So there's that. That's all I have to say. Pick a better song next time. All right. Well, there you go. Ladies, as always, I thank you for uh, uh, in summation. What's that mean? Quickly in summation, Maddie, uh, your favorite rank from uh, one to three. Uh, what were the names again? Jeff and Doug <laughs> and me. Um, let's do Jeff. Oh. You and Doug. All right, uh, Bobby, your rank. Same. Marley, your rank. Also the same. Also the same. All right. So Jeff is top honors here. Jeff is the one who did uh, the Cartman, C- right? He did the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. Oh, all right. Congratulations to uh, J- Jeff. Your uh, your thoughts on the judges avail tonight? Well, they did a great job, and then they really, you know, I took their 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 advice last week and really put a lot more time and effort into this recording. I didn't wait until Monday to do it. I waited until Sunday to do it before the show. So it worked out perfect. And and I really appreciate all of their their great advice from last month. So yeah, I I mean, thank you. Thank you, ladies. I really appreciate it. Taking your your advice and applying it directly to the following month. Uh, Any advice for uh, those of us that may or may not be moving on to May in the finals? Maddie? Bobby, your thoughts? <laughs> I want you guys to really, really kill it. Surprise me. Knock me out of my boots. All right. <laughs> Marley? Um, I feel like you guys should pick a song that matches your voice and then just put everything in All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, John Solberg, parting shots as we get ready to move out of here. Hey, I can't wait till next month. I think uh, everybody's done a fantastic job. All right, Christian, your final thoughts here before we head out this evening? Uh, yeah, you guys, I mean, you guys are way, really brave to be doing this in the first place. But <laughs> I think I think one and two are going to be kind of close. I think three might be a little farther behind. That's my, that's my guess. All right. And uh, Doug, your final thoughts here as we leave this evening? I take great value in thinking that someone thought that I actually did some production value and auto-tuned my singing. <laughs> this is per- this is fantastic, and my mission has been accomplished. Alright. Well, <laughs> Doug's very happy. That he- very good. 
All right, so let me see how easily I can do this. I want to thank the Embedded Correspondents for joining me, of course. I want to thank uh, the uh, new Embedded Correspondents sitting in here for the month of April, Christian in Houston. Also, thanks to the normal panel of Jeff, Doug, and John. And, of course, the lovely ladies sitting right across from me, the expert judges here for the American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition. So I bid everybody a fondue, and we'll see you back here in May for the finals. There they go, everybody. That's the embedded correspondence right there. Let me cut this back here, and I think that's it. Yeah, right? Okay. Nope. Cut that off. Pause that. There we go. Okay, I think we're good. Now, let's cut back here. Figure out where the hell I'm at. A lot of production going on. I should hire an assistant. I meant oh, I didn't touch. Stop that. All right, there we go. go back to the next page. We're good. We're clear off of embedded correspondence. Wonderful. Yeah, that's it. All right, well, we're going to come back and wrap. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Gene Acasella from Port St. John, Florida, and you're listening to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Oops. Hey now. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by The Smoke Sheet. A free weekly newsletter that keeps you in the know on everything happening in the barbecue world, including top news, events, recipes, and more. Started by Ryan Cooper and Sean Ludwig. You can sign up for it at bbqnewsletter.com, a great all-in-one resource covering the live fire industry. And that'll do it. Okay, so voting opens now. Send me an email, please. In the subject line, put... American Idol, and then vote who your favorite person was first, then your second favorite, then your third favorite. For instance, Doug, Jeff, Greg, or Greg, Jeff, Doug, whatever it is, we'll tally all of those votes. And then a week from now, we will announce who is not moving on, who is not. Andrew, you are not. (laughs) Who is not moving on, and that by default will leave us with the two finalists that will be moving on to May for the finals where we will have a a recorded duet, and then we will sing live right here on the show. I can't believe I said that out loud, but indeed, we will do that. All right, all the way back in the first hour, we had Jess Pryles, Hardcore Carnivore. Don't forget, this coming Saturday at 5 p.m. Central on YouTube, you can cook along with her. Head over to her website, JessPryles.com. Or find her social media channels and check out the promotion there. Go to YouTube, find Jess Pryle's page, subscribe, and then go down and make sure that you're alerted and reminded to go cook with her starting at 6 Eastern, 5 Central. 
this coming Saturday. HardcoreCarnivore.com, JustPriles.com. After that, we talk with Derek Riches from DerekRiches.com. The meat shortage is coming this week. Are we worried? Are we not? I guess we'll see you next week. And then the second hour, the Embedded Correspondence, longest running, Doug Scheiding from Texas, John Solberg from Michigan, Jeff Rice from Wisconsin, and then also Christian Arston from Houston, Texas. Tucker from Ohio will be in next month, believe it or not. So there you go. Big show planned for you next week. Malcolm Reed, Sam the Cooking Guy, and of course... We have, it will be either Amber or Noah, or both Amber and Noah Glanville from Pit Barrel Cooker. Fun and exciting. We'll get to see the new lifestyle room there at Pit Barrel in Louisville, Kentucky. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American saying stay socially distant and good night now.